to another edition of Meet the Metapreneur. Today, we are heading out to the lovely city of Rotterdam to meet Marie, who is the founder of Positive Fibers. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Shred. Absolutely. Please uh, tell our audience more about yourself. Um, yeah, so my name is Marije de Roos. No one can pronounce it. Um, so Marie is perfect. Um, I am an economist by training. Um, I have an alter ego called the Circular Fashion Detective, and I'm the founder of Positive Fibers. Um, so Positive Fibers is a regenerative fashion startup that's on a mission to put the ego into e-commerce, one positive product at a time. And yeah, it's, I mean, I really believe that fashion can be a catalyst for positive change. And with positive change, I mean, getting into an economy that is circular and regenerative. Um, so we're all better off for it. Uh, no, that's great. And, you know, I was very fascinated by the name of your entity, Positive Fibers, uh, really gives me positive energy. And the fibers part, you know, uh, gives me the angle to sustainability. So I know you are big on sustainability. So I want to know when was the first time, uh, you know, you really got into uh, this vertical and what it personally means to you. Yes, so um, sustainability is a word that I really have a hard time with because I think today, unfortunately, it's just so, it's just so prone to greenwashing. Um, so I really like the term circularity because for me, that just makes sense. It's like I define circular fashion as a system in which materials or fibers uh, circulate like from nature back to nature without losing their value. Um, and yeah, so the name positive fibers really comes from, um, you know, like we, we, need, we need positivity, right? We, there's already so much negativity in the world and climate change is very serious. Um, but I really believe that the solutions are out there and we just need to make it happen. Um, but it starts with rethinking what do we put into our products? Because I always say garbage in is garbage out. So if we look at physical fashion today, the reason why there's all these landfills is because we're literally throwing away trash. So it doesn't decompose, it's, it's poison to the environment. So if we rethink what we put into our products, it becomes um you know it's it's food it's it's food is in it's food is out for the next life cycle so also the word fibers for me it's it's i mean i'm, I'm an economist right I'm, I, I don't come from the fashion industry um and i knew some kind of an invader <laughs> but it also gave me a clean uh, a clean slate because i knew that this is you know when when i started to understand how big the industry is and what exactly it means what does it take to make a garment I quite immediately started to make the resemblance with how, how a dish is made. So to me, food and fashion, it's the same thing. And it may sound ridiculous, but think about it, right? It's, it's, you need ingredients, which are the fibers. Fibers is what we put in our bodies, but also what we put on our bodies. Like for example, this jacket I'm wearing, this is actually our first prototype and it's 100% compostable, or as I call it, biocircular. So there's no plastic in it. It's completely it's a completely organic materials like every single detail um it's it's easier said than done but you know we made it happen um but yeah going back to to you know food and fashion it's it's we need to start with 
where do we want our products or physical product eventually to end up? Start there and then reverse engineer it. And that's how I came up also with the name positive fibers because it really is about what are the first ingredients that we put into our products, which are fibers. So there you that's go. amazing. No, that's a great story already. I'm also uh, curious to know what is the reception you're getting from the market when you go out and showcase the jacket, for example, that you're wearing. Yeah. Uh, what is the uh, first reaction of people in the marketplace? So I'm proud to say it's very aligned with the brand name. It's very positive. Um, yeah, it's it's people are just stunned that it is possible. And and also they by me telling that story of why this jacket is different, that makes them realize how, you know, how 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 toxic um yeah traditional fashion is they people don't know and i mean i i, I didn't know this either right but i really uh yeah i really like researched this uh to understand where clothes come from what does it take and people just don't realize that it's it there's just so much going on behind the scenes to make even a fabric or to make a textile and then you know you, you can have the fibers you spun it into a yarn and then there's dyeing and the dyeing is often toxic. So you can have organic cotton, but if it's a certain color, it has a certain print, it's already contaminated and it's it's no longer sustainable. So it's 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 like an eye opener for people. Well, that's great. And I hope through this program, uh, more brands will reach out to you because I know a lot of brands still haven't uh, you know, migrated into uh, being uh, eco-friendly and environment-friendly. And mm. uh, there is definitely room for them to collaborate with uh, organizations such as yours. Absolutely. So that, you know, what they do is good for the planet. And we all need to start thinking beyond our lifetimes, right? For the next generation, we don't want to grow up in this uh, climate change environment where, you know, they blame us for having not done enough in our lifetime. So. I'm also very passionate about the environment and I've uh, interestingly uh, been uh, you know, running an eco portal called Go Green, uh, which has more than 20,000 global ambassadors. And we are championing the cause of the planet by increasing awareness about the importance of going green. So yeah, I mean, uh, this is uh, something that the world needs and the brand especially, I think they need to change their mindset and uh, uh, rework their numbers because this can't be purely driven by ROI. Yep. Uh, we have to, you know, factor in what's good for the planet. So I love your story. Um, and I think, uh, you know, there's a big upside to it. And uh, I'm very confident that more and more brands will uh, collaborate with you. So let me ask you, how can brands reach out to you? Is there a website or they connect with you on social media? What's the best way forward? Yes, um, so we have a website, positivefibers.com. Um, there you'll find our contact details. Uh, general email address is hello at positivefibers.com. Um, but also I'm never not on LinkedIn, so to say. So you can also find me there and just you know shoot me a message. I'm happy to connect because it's, I mean, we're starting out as a brand to show that it's, it's possible to kind of lead by example that we are walking the talk. But to change an industry, you need to collaborate, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like that's definitely what I think needs to be done to to come together to rethink uh, what we put into our supply chains and also how do we take responsibility for where our products end up? 
so that together we can make landfills obsolete. Oh, absolutely. And as you know, I'm part of the Metaverse Fashion Council mm -hmm. and we'd love to have you there. And we are planning a series of webinars. And I'm sure one of the first ones is going to be about circular fashion. So I love I'm, that. yeah, I'm looking forward to having you on the panel and, uh, you know, reaching your message to a larger audience. So it, it's a lot about uh, education. It's a lot about building a community. And I think Web3 is the perfect place for entrepreneurs such as you, you know, to uh, meet open hearted people who will collaborate with you. So, yeah, so also I want to, uh, you know, get your take about the metaverse. There's so much of talk on LinkedIn, you know, so many stories are being posted and I'm also probably part of that movement. What is your take in terms of future of the internet? I mean, is it a pipe dream? Is it going to be for real? Is it very long term? What is your take on why businesses should get onto the metaverse? I mean, so when it comes to change, you know, Rome wasn't built in one day, right? So these things definitely take time. But if we look at if we look at trends in society, such as what happened with COVID, right? People were socially distant, but somehow we came together thanks to the internet. I mean, we are able to communicate while we're not, you know, we're not in the same room, we're we're not even in the same country, but we're, you know, we're connecting. And I think at the end of the day, that's that's what human beings need, right? It's to be connected. And when it comes to the metaverse, I mean, or like Web3, of course, there's this promise of decentralization, um, which I think is is great, but I'm, I'm always a bit skeptical, right? Like when there's a new term thrown at me, I don't immediately jump onto it. Like, yeah, great, let's do it. I, I always wonder, okay, why? Like, what's what is this? Why do we need it? And how is it going to help us advance to a state of collective prosperity? And so the metaverse have been very, and in particular NFTs, I've been very, I've been very critical on them because it comes with an environmental footprint. And what we need to achieve by 2030 is to, um, you know, to, to at least health or, or CO2 emissions. So um, if the metaverse, like if we get it right, to really have um, sustainability in the DNA of the metaverse, I think it's it's an amazing it's an amazing um, phenomenon, and it's something we should all get on board with. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I wish I had a glass ball and I could tell you, Sherrod, in two years the metaverse is here. We have it all figured out. Right. But yeah. I also know we have to, you know, be a bit more yeah. skeptical towards it. And yeah. I think, and, and it, like it, yeah, it's like right. you rightly said, it's early days. And even mm -hmm. if you look back in time, you know, the internet first became commercial, started getting commercial around 1996, which is like 26 years back. And it has taken 26 years for the internet to evolve, you know, from that dial-up modem to watching Netflix on the internet. So we need to give Metaverse some time for it to take off, for technologies to start integrating the platforms so you can have a seamless experience. So it's really early days. It's uh, going to pan out, I think, in the next couple of years. Uh, but I'm a firm believer in that the metaverse will be what the internet was supposed to be. Yes. Right. So it will uh, take care of the shortcomings. It will evolve. And for one, it will be more participative. 
which which is a great thing and of course there's a lot of talk of ownership as well so we will have privacy we will be responsible and we will own our own data which means we'll be able to monetize it yeah. and that that is a real big deal so yeah everything looks good in the horizon i have a looking glass and my vision says that's where we'll be having our next meetings and i look forward to seeing you in the metaverse in the coming months and before i say bye to you i always ask my speakers on the show what advice or learnings they would like to share with our audience when it comes to um when it comes to sustainability and fashion and the metaverse, I think something I think that something that I haven't shared yet is that um, it's like technology is not a silver bullet, right? It's it's not the it's it's a means to an end. So it's not it's not like we have, for example, digital fashion and we've we've solved the crisis, but technology enhances or enables circularity. So for example, this jacket. That's my hair, sorry. <laughs> this jacket, it's, um, it, it was actually designed completely virtually because that just eliminates so much waste. So um, as a learning, I would say, rethink, um, yeah, like rethink, sorry, <laughs> rethink your, your product development uh, process and see how technology can really be beneficial to you. And, just you know, and, and like like study it yourself. Like really ask critical questions. Don't just take someone's word for it. Um, and trust your instincts. That's what I always say. It's. I mean, it sounds very you know. Oh, that's um, good. <laughs> that's you know that's practical advice. So yeah. it, it's good to uh, like knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Yeah. So study Absolutely. up and then follow your gut. That's what I. Uh, that's what I would advise. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do also in my space. You know gobbling up articles and webinars and what have you but eventually you've got to make the call on what works for you right because there is uh, no single unique definition of metaverse even and the metaverse can be what you want it to be so uh, on that note i want to thank you once again for sharing your story for sharing your insights and i want to wish you all the best going forward so see you on the other side See you. Bye Thank you so much. See you in the metaverse. Absolutely. Most welcome. See you in the metaverse.